Welcome to PPR podcast number 111, brought to you by the San Diego Strike Force. My name is Paul Rudy, but the star of yes. the podcast is to my right. His name is Grossman, Bert Grossman, yes. shaken but never stirred. Bert, would you yes. like to introduce the man on the hot seat today? Brady Palmer, uh, super underclassman. You're going to be a sophomore, right? Yes, sir. St. Augustine's. Um, welcome, welcome. Are you a Saints right now? I'm not. I'm in Orange County, actually, for a dentist appointment. You go all, you see, when you're good well, looking that, like that, that, you travel out of town that for That must your be a good dentist. That, yeah. <laughs> so I got a question. I know, you know, we tried to get you on a couple weeks ago. You were on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Okay, and now I could have swore you got highlights now. Last year you had brown hair. You're just taking this whole star <laughs> thing to the next level. Where'd you go cruising? Uh, I went on the Disney cruise with my family to the Bahamas. Uh-huh, all right. Uh, what was the best part of it? Honestly, probably just seeing my little sister being so happy. It, it just made me really happy to see that. All right. So, Brady, I was checking... Last year, I mean, we watched you, I think, Cathedral game, we, we saw, yep. which you had a great game, and I was shocked that you are a freshman. Um, and then I see, did you, you have like a Colorado State, Washington State, and Arizona offer already after your freshman year? Yes, sir. How does that feel? That's got to be pretty, is that is that pressure for you? Is it, is it great? Is it what you always wanted? Because I couldn't imagine being a freshman and getting like, I was going to say Pac-12, Pac-4 offers or <laughs> Big 12 offers or anything else that young. I mean, I, I can't even, like before I was driving. Um, I wouldn't say it adds pressure. It's definitely what I've dreamed of since a kid. Uh, the opportunity, it's really a blessing and all glory to God. But um, I try not to let it get to my head. I try not to let it affect my play because I feel like if I just keep my head down and keep, keep grinding the same way that I've been since I've been a little kid, I think that I'll, I'll just let my play do the talking for me. So, oh, can I follow up on that? Yeah, of course. So where did you play youth football? Uh, Coronado. So you're Coronado. If I would have walked up to you, Coronado, and told you, "Hey, this time next year you're going to have like a couple Pac-12 offers," would you would you believe that? Not at all. <laughs> all right, so that's what I'm saying. It's it's crazy. Well, it you're, is, it's super crazy. You're tall. You stand six seven, right? <laughs> six three. Oh, well, where, where, where did I see six seven? Who am I thinking about? Jax. Oh, <laughs> all right. So you're six three. Sorry. So at six three. Which is still tall. Yeah, well, I'll stand by my initial assessment. You're tall. You're a tall kid, especially for a sophomore. You're gonna probably grow from there. Uh, does that make you, because of the body type, does that make you a stereotypical drop back passer? Or now the game is all run and gun and uh, you know, RPOs and stuff. Uh, do you have yesteryear's body for the modern game, and is that a problem? Um, well, I definitely think I have the dual threat ability. Um, I mean, I don't like to talk too much about myself, but I, I think I am one of the faster quarterbacks, and I think this year I'll be able to show it. Well, if you don't like to talk about yourself, this is going to be a very boring podcast. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to come out of your shell a little bit, and I get it. You're a humble kid, and, and uh, everyone knows that about you, so you can, let, you can let your hair down for about 20 minutes here. Hey, we're about a... a I mean, because you're young, so you haven't really had much exposure. Have you Have you been in a camp or thrown with Julian Sayan? I have not, no. You have not? Because right. it seems like all the quarterbacks in our county, of which there are several good ones, you would admit, yeah. right? 
Yes, there is. It seems like he is the gold standard. It wasn't that long ago Tyler Buckner was the gold standard. Now I think it's Julian Sayan. So is that something, I, I don't know, do you have access? I assume you all have a huddle video. Do you, do you find yourself watching other quarterbacks in the county? Um, I wouldn't say I study them, but I definitely do watch them from like the PPR videos. And Julian Sane is a great quarterback, along with the Lincoln quarterback, KJ. They're, they're all great quarterbacks, and um, San Diego's filled with a lot of great talent, and I feel like I, I can add to that. Hey, so, I mean, everybody, a lot's been said about the rebirth of Saints, and I think everybody sees the monster that's coming. Um, if you were Coronado, if Gladnick, Coach Gladnick went and went there, and he's assembled pretty much a college staff, I mean, where would you have gone to high school if you didn't go to Saints? Uh, honestly, I would have moved to Orange County and went to Santa Margarita or J. Sarah oh. before before we met Coach Gladnick. Um, I went to an eighth grade academy up in Orange County, and so that that kind of drew me a lot of attention from Trinity League schools, and um, I was blessed to get offers from not offers because it's not like a college offer but scholarship offers from those those high schools and so Santa Margarita or Sarah would have been that that school for me so you would have went to school up there you already go to the dentist up there what's in what's <laughs> yeah. in Orange County that we're, we're missing here what's up there <laughs> don't tell us we don't want to know we don't want to know well that, that's fascinating what, what I mean but now you hear you're in one of the uh preeminent institutions in San Diego County I think it's for See. Yeah, I, I guess the point, though, because, I mean, everybody, I mean, you know, Troy Palomaro's son's there, Cromartie's son's there now. Saints went through a rough patch. I mean, it was, I think they won two ga four games in two years. I mean, it says a lot for Coach Gladnick that, that you know, you, you put your, you say, I'm not going to Trinity League. I'm going to go to this team that's won one or two games a year for the last two years. And you put that much trust in the guy. I mean, it, it says a lot about him and his staff. Yeah, I love Coach Gladnick. Um there, there's a lot of coaches that you meet when you tour, and they're a completely different person after you get there. But I feel like Coach Spadnik, he's the same exact person that I met the first day I toured Saints, and I love him like a like a second dad. And I know he would do anything for me, and I put so much trust in him. The fact that you were playing starting as a freshman certainly didn't hurt hurt the decision either, did it? It helped the decision that you were oh. going to play right from the get go. Um, I. I definitely did help the decision because I wanted to go somewhere where I could play. And um, we, we, we knew it was going to be a tough year. Uh, there was no doubt about it. We knew we were going to go against these state championship level teams and it was going to be rough. And we knew that going into the year. But all of us, um, we definitely built a brotherhood where we can rely on each other and we're just building up from here. So it's a great opportunity. And I still look, I mean, you have Poway, Granite Hills, Modern Day, Lincoln, Madison, Cathedral. I mean, you still have this murder's row. And I think we forget, I think we all say underclassmen, but most of y'all are just going to be sophomores now. I mean, how much changes yes. in a year? I mean, everybody knows two years out we're going to have a problem with Saints, a big problem. But is it is it still that big a jump from freshman to sophomore year for, for the majority of your team? Um, well, if you look at stats, we only lost – two or three seniors, uh, Misa being one of them. He was our, he was our big offensive lineman lost, but um, we definitely rebuild and we have depth and we, we've just trained so much harder, so much differently this off season than compared to last off season. And last year coming in, you know, we only had a, like two months 
coming from eighth grade to get ready for the season and just being a part of the entire offseason this year has definitely helped. Um, we've built great relationships and it's it's just it's more than football when you're when you're on Saints. And I feel like we definitely have that brotherhood that people pride themselves on. So what's I got to get I still got to get what's the sell for Saints? Like, do you get do you get a parking pass if you if you decide to go there? Because I've been down there before. Like, how do you get to school? They give you a parking pass, don't they? Okay. No, they don't. <laughs> right. Damn. Well, do you have your driver's <laughs> license? How old are you right now? I just turned 16. I do have my driver's license. All right, you're going to get a pass this year. <laughs> it's amazing. You're, you're, I mean, uh, it's it's significant that a 16-year-old was running the show at St. Augustine. I'm sorry. It's Well, 15-year-old was last year. Too. I know. It's a big deal, dude. I, congratulations on that. Uh, I... You know, so is it like the NFL where you're, you're, you're always, you have these Super Bowl windows and St. Augustine's Super Bowl window, while it's, it's not quite open, it's going to be next year and the year after or the year you're going to be making some serious hay, right? Yes, sir. We're super excited for the future and we know what we're building. Um, it's just a matter of time and we're super excited. What is... Um... Cause, you know, I watch you guys in 707. I think the one thing that, that always stands out with you guys is it looks like you run your playbook. Like, you don't run anything 707 based. It's like, if it's not in your playbook, and even if you have to win, it's like, I'm not going to run this trick player. I'm not going to do this. You guys are kind of unique that you stick strictly to your playbook. There's not a 707. How do you know that? Because I play football. I watch, I study all week. Well, is, is, I'm is in, he, my, in my lab studying. Brady, is he, is he, uh, is he be accurate in that question? He is 100% accurate. We don't run anything that's separate from what we run in the tackle football game. So is that, I mean, is it a little, thank you. Is that a, actually, I take that back. I read Ron Gladnick's uh, p- uh, quote in the Union Tribune. My bad. <laughs> well, you know, why would you ruin it? I'm sorry. What time you have actual I know, credentials sorry. and then you give it away. All right, forget that. Right. Strike that question. Sorry, we'll sorry, Brady. All right, so continue. Brady, talk about that because... I assume while it makes you more simplistic on, in the seven-on-seven league, it, it helps you come fall, does it not? Oh, for sure. Just the repetition that we get with our, because we have a new offense than what we ran last year, and the repetitions that we get um, just in the offseason running seven-on-seven, it's definitely helped us a lot. And um, I feel like we're going to be ready come this Friday for our first scrimmage, and I'm just super excited. Yeah, and it's not you don't, I mean, you. I think it, it defines right away what 707 is for. It's to get better for the fall. It's not to put in all this other stuff that you're not going to use just to win 707. But who are you playing this Saturday? It's a, um, we play Helix in scrimmage. Is that the San Diego Friday Night Lights deal? Are you part of that, or is that just a scrimmage scrimmage? I think it's just a scrimmage scrimmage. Uh, I'll tell you one big thing to look forward to. I think it's 14th of October... Your road trip to, to Lincoln is going to be seen live on KUSI, or at least that's the plan at this hour, barring some late snafu. You're going to be live on KUSI. How, how exciting would that be? That would be amazing. Great opportunity. And you got Jesse Ryland this week. Do you ever go in and look at the other, co- or the other quarterbacks and be like, I got to outduel this person, or are you going to give me the standard... We just want to win the game. It's a team sport. I mean, you have to look at some. I mean, you know, he he commits to a school. He's one of the top quarterbacks. Do you go in there in the back of your head at all? I got I got to be better in stats, or is it just all about winning? Um, I don't I don't really like to compare myself. I would say, but 
I definitely want to do what's best for the team. I don't care if my stats are better than the other quarterbacks because at the end of the day, uh, people only see who wins and who doesn't. So. so we used to always ask this in the pros. This, this is always the question you'd always get asked. Back in the day, would you rather pass for 500 yards and seven touchdowns and lose or throw four picks, throw for two hundred or 50 yards and win? Because yeah, I would throw said, four picks then. Come on. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're judged by wins and losses. I mean, that, that's a, that's why. I don't know, US, boy, all right. Well, you're, you're, you're a stats guy. All you care I about am, is I am. how many right, sacks I have. I define that. Just so you know, Brady, the guy sitting next to me recorded 49 and a half sacks in the NFL. He's he's actually, <laughs> and if not for an inj- a neck injury? I did, my sixth year. Six, if not, it, it probably would have been closer to 80. He was actually a pretty good football I player. I think 200, probably. I probably <laughs> broke Lawrence Taylor's record. All right, all right. I'm I, just, I just wanted to pump your tires. All right, up thank a you, uh, Brady. Uh, yeah. I, I get. I, I, it goes back to what we're talking about. It's a young team because ten of the fourteen guys played in that seven-on-seven team that was in L, that won the LCC tournament, of which you were named MVP. Were you not? I was. Yeah. Uh, are all freshmen? Man, I mean, what a what a collection of young talent you have. Tell us a little bit about the team. Um, We're the same team we were last year. I mean, not much has changed except coaching. And um, we've definitely gotten a better bond. We're we're still starting a lot of underclassmen. I'd say more than 75% of our team is going to be underclassmen again this year. Um, But we're definitely playing for the seniors this year. Um, I think we got eight seniors, though not a lot. And... We're, we're still a very young team, and we're looking to build each week to get better, and that's, that's what Coach Ron Gladnick always preaches is progression every single week. We need to get better. And um, the team, it's, it's really it's more than football. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Just our brotherhood, we're so close with each other. Like, we would die for each other on the field. And... Um, this season, I feel like San Diego is really going to see it. I think so, too. You know, we, we saw, you know, remember Dom Nankill last year, even KJ. You get so many weapons, and it's, it feels like you guys are going that way. Does it become hard? Because, I mean, you get all these weapons, and how, there's only so many plays, and there's only one football. And how do you how do you spread it out to all these different guys that, that want to be the guy? Um, I think we saw it a little bit in modern day. Everybody... You know, you have all these weapons, and they all want to be the guy, but there's only one football, and, and there's certain routes. And is that is that a, going to be a problem? You foresee that as a problem? Because that always becomes a problem, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't see it as a problem at all. Um, everyone on our team is selfless, and they just want to do what's best for the team. And I feel like I have equal amount of weapons at every position where I'm confident that I could throw to my wide out where I can throw to my slot receiver or throw a screen pass to my running back. I'm confident that they're going to get the yardage that they need to. So I don't feel like I'm targeting someone more than the other person. I feel like I have an equal kind of spread throughout each position. You know, uh, listening to you talk, and obviously you're a very articulate young man, uh, but I, I, I can't help but think that Today, in, in 2023, being a high school football player of prominence at a prominent school, man, you have to grow up really fast. You, here you are, you have to be able to run the show, on the field stuff is tough. But now with NIL and transferring schools and conference college conferences realigning and transfer portals, I mean, these are all 
things that you never had to deal with. You just, whoever gave you the biggest bag of money, you went to yeah, that school. Yeah. Um, you, I had no character. Do you, do you get so to be a kid at all? Or, I mean, are you, because you're, you're kind of forced into being a young man right from the get go, are you not? Oh, I for sure am, yes. Um, do you miss being a I, kid? <laughs> like riding your bike and going pulling girls' pigtails <laughs> and stuff? <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I mean, you ever do kid say stuff? That's what I did as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> 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 almost did that, but all right. You get um, what? You know where I'm going uh, with the question, right? Goodness. No, I for sure didn't pull girls' pigtails. <laughs> uh, they don't even wear pigtails uh, anymore. That shows how old he is. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> you know where I, you get my drift, do you not? Oh, I do for sure. Yes, I know where you're coming from. Um, because you went on a I, Disney cruise, he went on a Titanic. That's how old he is. Just so you know. But I got off. He got off. Yeah, he's uh, one I, of the few. I, I pretended to be a woman. A, a girl with pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> he got the life bar first. All right, but all right, so speak to the fact that you're expected to grow up very quickly in, in 2023. Um I oh that's that's hard because as much as I would love to be a kid, I also love to see where I'm going right now and I love the progress that I'm making and I, I try to live in the moment and every everywhere that I'm at I just I don't want to look ahead because I want this I want to make the most of every moment that I'm in um, but I, I definitely miss being a kid and um, you know I used to be a big skateboarder surfer now I just don't really have the time nor Coach Gladnick lets me because he doesn't want me to get hurt so <laughs> yeah I, I would I would take a chainsaw to yeah. skateboard in his garage. Well, now you're not a kid. Let me ask you something, because we talk a lot about the, you know, the realignment, the Pac-4 now, Pac-12. I mean, you have a, you have an Arizona <laughs> offer. I mean, just say, look, two, three years down the road. Does it make a difference yeah. to you if Arizona's playing in the Big 12 and, and yeah, maybe it doesn't. in the Southwest? Or, or, or would you, is it part of your decision that I want to be close to home and every game my, my parents could be there in two hours? I mean, does that make a difference to a recruit? Because we talk about it as older people and we watch it on TV. So it's just a different channel for us. But for recruits, does that make a difference that, that most of your games are going to be 2,000 miles away as opposed to 300 miles away? Or does it not matter? Um, I, I, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I would. My parents have always talked about, you know, once I go to college and play football, if that's what God has in, in the past for me, they're going to kind of sell our home and buy a motor home and travel everywhere that I go. So just having that, that support system really, it really helps me because when it does come time to make a decision, I, I don't feel weighed back by um, having to stay close to my, my parents. And if today was, let's pretend today's two, three years down the road, it's, it's commitment day. Who would you, who, who's your like dream school that you commit to today? And I know you have one, so don't lie. <sighs> Uh, it's not binding. That, that's hard. Just a dream school. I, that's hard. I, I right now I'd have to say Texas A&M. Really? Wow, fascinating. Yeah, I was I was 11 years old, and we have friends who live in College Station, so I got the opportunity to get a tour uh, of Texas A&M of all the facilities. And I know every college has amazing facilities. Um, but Texas A&M was the first one I saw, and it's just the people there that make it so amazing. It's it's really not it's not it's not a beautiful place, uh, College Station, Texas. But um, right now, I would have to say Texas A&M. They just got a new quarterback coach, and 
Yeah, it's well, let me help you out. You're from Coronado. Nowhere, nowhere is going to be a beautiful place <laughs> after that. Um, Brady, I would not be doing my job if I didn't at least. Don't say it, Wisconsin, please. Inter- no, no, no. Oh, interject okay. this. When it comes time to make that announcement, have you ever considered making it on the number one high school football station in the land, making your announcement live on KUSI? Is that something you'd oh, be interested? Sure. Uh, don't say it if you don't mean it, kid. Because we would love to. It would be a big deal. I mean, everybody no, I says they'll do it. do it, and then they never do it. He's 16. By the time that happens, it's going to be Bo and Brandon, not well, us. So what? I you and I are going to be at Shady Pines Brady, Village. I'm just going to plant the seed. <laughs> when... <laughs> That's a Golden Girls reference. Yes, I got it. Right. Uh, Brady, I'm just going to leave it at this. There is an in, a standing invitation. If you would like to make your announcement live on KUSI, we will make it a big deal for you and play it up big. So just... You know the offers oh, there, I won't touch you. And if my parents ever took a motor home to my college, I would I would flatten the tires. They would never get out of the garage. You wouldn't want them to follow <laughs> I you? Would, oh, my, jeez, I remember one time they showed up at my... Uh, Community college? No, they, <laughs> they showed up at my, at my house, where I, and we were not prepared for arrival from my parents. Oh, boy. Oh, out here. You went to, no, like... No, no. Didn't you go to truck driving school yeah, or something? Yeah, the truck driving school I went to, they showed up at my... <laughs> Third Avenue home on, in De Pere, Wisconsin, and it was an eye-opening experience for everybody. Uh, Brady, I got to ask Brady one question. Yeah, yeah, sure. Brady, first start, freshman year, you walk out there, did you throw up? How nervous were you? And don't say you weren't nervous, because you went from Coronado, uh, youth football, to straight St. Augustine's and starting as a freshman. What, what was that night mm-hmm. like, the first <laughs> the half hour before? Man, I was nervous. Um, watching film on El Camino, they got some big dudes. Yeah, they're and, fast. Uh, <laughs> not just big, they, they are fast. And I felt like I wouldn't be able to run away from them because they're so they're just big, fast Samoans. And um, just that playing a factor in how nervous I was. Um, I, I do remember that my first varsity start, man, it was, it was something else. I was so nervous um, because my... Like, I wasn't able to play a youth season before high school because COVID shut it down. So it was like my team didn't play. And so I felt like I was already at a disadvantage because I didn't play a season of Saga football before coming into high school. Um, but I, I was dead nervous before my first my first start. And I remember walking out onto the fields and uh, just saw the El Camino linemen chirping at me, <laughs> talking about how I'm a freshman. Um, yeah, it was, it was scary. And how, how, how quick does that go? Is it the second play? Is it the third quarter or never still nervous about it? Um, after the first drive, I do remember becoming a lot more comfortable. Um, I think we called like five running plays in a row because my coach knew I was so nervous. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, John Carroll, who works on our staff now, talks about the day he first got the job at Oceanside, and he was the he was calling the plays, and I think it was his job at very first game. He's the head coach, newly appointed, and the offense takes the field, and he had to call timeout because he forgot the play he was going to call, and and he just froze up. And he had to call timeout, and he went out there and said, "Guys, I just want to tell you how special a moment this is, and I want you to enjoy it." But he, he literally forgot the play he was going to call. I'm wondering. It might have been El Camino. He got nervous too. <laughs> Do you have a moment that now that just amongst us, uh, you know, three hens here, is there a moment that 
that, like, oh, geez, I wish I could. That, that's that's just a boneheaded thing I did. Have you forgotten a play or have you forgotten something in the huddle? Share with us your most embarrassing moment so far in your career. Um, most embarrassing moment was um, second round of the playoffs. We were playing against Mission Hills, and I think it was like the second drive of the game for us. And um, I got the ball, and I had to scramble because they Mission Hills has some good linemen. They're fast. And so I had to get out of the pocket quickly. And so I got, I was about to throw it. And then I got grabbed by my back and spun. And then I threw the ball backwards. <laughs> and there was a live ball. And it went like 30 yards backwards because I thought I threw it out of bounds. Um, <laughs> and so Mission Hills, it was like two inches from the sideline. I was just like, please go out of bounds. And then Mission Hills built on it and it was their ball. And <laughs> I still get made fun of it to this day by my coaches and my team. Well, that's not so bad. If that's, if that's the worst ever, you're, yeah, you're fine. Dude, jeez. I mean, I threw the ball the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You, you've been a joy to speak with. I, I yeah, hope you're we, way over again. Yeah, I hope we get to do this again, young man. Uh, I hope it wasn't too unpleasant for you. What, 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 did you get a clean checkup? Any cavities? No cavities, no. Nice. So, any? Uh, what's your... Uh, Toothpaste of choice. What are you? What are you? What are you brushing with oh, these days? <laughs> Shoot, I don't know any toothpaste. <laughs> my mom, I just use whatever my mom can tell me. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, uh, Brady, get home safely, and uh, thank you for doing this. We look forward to uh, getting to know you better come uh, October when we carry your game. Okay, and remember. Yes, sir. Oh, hey, uh, I'll, do you have his phone number? No, I'll get it from him. Brady, can I give you, do you have, I want I want all your social media tags so we can post this on, uh, I'm going to post it later today, okay? Can okay, I give you my, can I, do you have a way to take down a number right now? Uh, Brady, uh, I'll just, just uh, Brady, send me on that messenger, send me your cell and I'll give it to him. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, or, or and send your social media tags as well. And Brady, I will. Uh, God bless, son. Uh, thank you for doing this, all right? Yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's truly a blessing. Three, two, one. The podcast is over. Turn off the machines. Thank you, Brady.